0: Welcome to World is Burning, the storytelling podcast for your climate anxiety. I'm Elise. And I'm Olivia. And welcome to part two of Burning Questions, our game show. Part two. About our own show. <laughs> How egotistical are we? Oh, boy.
1: Um, sorry. Uh, but Listen, we talk about a lot of interesting things. And to be fair, we've gone like <laughs> two and a half years without doing a game show about us. So exactly give us a break um and to be honest like i
0: love a little recap I, there's so much stuff yeah. that i've forgotten or like vaguely remember and so many things that are for a show about the climate crisis are like weirdly heartwarming mm-hmm. so you know it's just a little walk down memory lane it is. of climate destruction um okay <laughs> <laughs> anyway do you want me to so if you know, you didn't listen to the last episode. We're basically just doing trivia back and forth. Yeah. And if you you can answer, you might know the answer. And if you do, before we say it,
1: good Say for it you. out loud. Just like you yes. watch Jeopardy. <laughs> <Chipper-y. laughs> and then exactly. If you don't say it out loud and then we say it, you'd be like, I knew that. Like, yeah. yeah, I could yeah. I could be on the totally show. I totally knew
0: that. <laughs> I would win. Um so that's what this is. Okay. Um <laughs> do we do should i start off i think you should yeah i'll start okay so what is the name of the british artist who paints on top of discarded gum who i not only talked about on the podcast but i also recently made an instagram and tiktok post out of i
1: i know exactly what you're talking about i don't know their name
0: yeah to be fair i honestly barely remembered and I just made a video about it a couple
1: months ago. Um, will you tell me? Ben Wilson. Ben Wilson. I love your art. I'm such a big fan. Um, <laughs> I really am. If you've it's listened really to cool. any of this, you'll know my retention is not super high. But I do remember that. And I also remember that Gama is made of plastic. And I tell people that yes. all the time. I do, too. With There's so many things that I, I tell
0: people, and then they just simply don't believe me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right.
1: <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>
0: Whatever. It's fine. It's true. Look it up. And they're like, no.
1: And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I need to send that it's fine. to people whenever they visit. Like, most of his art is in London, right?
0: Yeah. So, like, I honestly forgot about it. And then I was walking across Millennium Bridge on my way to Tate Modern and I looked down and saw all the gum was painted and I was like wait holy shit I've talked about this before we talked about it on our podcast Mm -hmm. and so I took a couple little videos and pictures of his artwork on the bridge um and posted about it so it's so cute yeah you can see my videos on our instagram or tiktok at world is burning tiktok yeah no g no g and a g no G,
1: um, TikTok. No G for gum, because we yeah. no no gum. We don't. Well. I I
0: literally never chew gum anymore. That it. I'm an altoids girl. I was just like, yeah,
1: give me mints. Yeah, um, um, I yeah I can't say that it changed me dramatically, but it does make me think about it. Whenever I'm like, oh my breath smells really bad, and the only mm-hmm. option in the office is Trident. I'm like, mm, it doesn't smell that bad. It's fine. Yeah. I can put my mask on if I need to. Yep. <laughs> Anyways. I work from home. I'll just brush my teeth. Yeah, you're like amazing. <laughs> I don't have to do any of that. Um, okay. Let me think of a good question. Cause I yeah. I have I have so many silly ones. This is an early okay. days one too. Okay. Okay. What is the name of the fictional creature used to sell imitation leather? Um, it was said to live in the northeastern US, resemble sort of a cross between a Yeti and a cow, and shed its skin once a year, which allowed it to create the skin that was used for this imitation leather. I have a couple suggested names, so I can give them to you. Okay.
0: To be fair, I did, by making my own questions, study for this test. Yeah. And so I know that it is a Naga.
1: Yeah. And the
0: Naga hide is the the... Wait, faux leather. Can I read you
1: might answer that. Yes, oh my please. Gosh. I wanna I, I wanna know. Sorry. It <laughs> actually took me a second <laughs> to think of Okay, them. I'm sorry. I I <laughs> taken the wind out of your own. No, 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 you're not. Go ahead. I think they're even better when you know which one is fake because or which two are okay. fake because it's so it's, obvious. It's, yes. Okay. My suggested names were was it <laughs> Fabi, a Fabricoid Company by DuPont, which were really involved Ooh. in the imitation leather game. Naga yeah. of US rubber companies, Naga High. Or Heidi spelled hydiE um, of Arizona Canning Company, which I just completely made up.
0: Those are good. Those are really impressive. <laughs> if I didn't know, I would have been I would have been stumped
1: hundred uh, uh. percent. But yeah, I remember the Naga because it, it it was it was something that like caught on as a marketing scheme so intensely that people yeah. literally thought that Nagas existed or that they were similar to the Yeti when it was just something that was completely yeah. fabricated by a company to make imitation leather not seem so lame
0: yeah and to be fair it's honestly a good marketing tactic because I remember it yeah like I don't remember a lot um but I I did remember what that was called when I was like looking up to write a question yeah
1: so, and uh, I feel like there are people that were around at the time tonight. it was like 1960s you know if you were a kid at that time I'm sure you would have remember that marketing scheme if you were whatever in their circles yeah okay I have a little open-ended question for you oh
0: boy what is your favorite way to cope with climate despair
1: oh that's a cute (laughs) one um what's my favorite way to cope with climate despair um I feel like there's two and there's two moods Mm -hmm. the two genders being in community (laughs) with other people okay like yeah especially doing something fun and funny like kind of like this mm-hmm. or staring at the wall which is also okay. known as meditation and using um the insight timer meditation app but it's really just staring okay. at the wall and like just feeling like, i don't need all of the information because sometimes like the despair comes in for me when it's like i've just tried to consume too much information too fast um and i'm getting overwhelmed by everything and like it's good to just like not be staring at a screen for a second and just be like okay I mean it's not mm-hmm. okay but like you don't need to look like know everything right now in order to like mm-hmm. feel some feelings about this
0: that's so true yeah. and mostly like a lot of stuff is the same information over and over again mm-hmm. and it just makes you feel bad to see it over and over again yeah like sometimes I if there's like a, a news event I stop following it because I'm like I know people need to write articles about this because it's happening but like I don't need to read everyone, yeah, because it's all the same, You're and they're all the copy news. and yeah. pasting each other's articles, and it's fine. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm gonna say I, I think being in community is huge. Again, like that could be in person, that can be, just like being around people and not like being in your head and not climate related mm-hmm. or listening to people. Like I feel like it's very like Mister Rogers look for the helpers. Like I feel like if you, you do look for people like there's so many people with the same worries and fears and whatever as you so we're all worried about this mm-hmm. um I don't know I'm gonna ge- I'm gonna give a shout out to my own my new favorite hobby which is crocheting which yeah. is my version of meditation because I'm I don't know I'm I'm I like just I have like I don't know I think I have like probably a legitimate phone addiction and having something to do with my hands anything that makes me not look at my phone I feel like is dealing with climate despair mm-hmm. and despair in general. So cooking, can't really look at my phone while I do that. Crocheting, which, look at this. It's wow, a granny square. Oh, that's um, so great. So I'm making all sorts of things. And, like, making things. So I feel yeah. like, I don't know. I feel like when you make stuff, whether it's food or, like, a garden or a craft or, I don't know, something. I feel like I get so caught up in online stuff and like the intangible sometimes it it's like it's like a reset to be like in the world touch yeah. some grass i don't know and then
1: you're yeah it's like you can feel like i'm being so productive by like consuming the entirety of the internet and like that's not actually it's not helping anyone the way yeah. to be so so yeah so that's 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 my answer oh that was a cute one um, should I change the vibe completely? Yes. Yes. Bring us right down and I'll bring us even <laughs> further down. Do it. No, I'll do. Well, I can... okay. I'll bring us further down <laughs> for a second and then I'll bring us right back up because I have some fun questions. Okay. okay um, perfect. The latest ice age peaked about 20,000 years ago when global temperatures were likely about blank degrees colder than today. You can go Fahrenheit or Celsius. I have them both. Not to pry. Four. Very close. Wait, wait, wait. Celsius or Fahrenheit? Mm. Celsius because that's what we talk about when we're talking about climate. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. that, was, that was closer. <laughs> it's, it was 5 degrees Celsius, 10 degrees Fahrenheit um, okay. was the global cool. temperature shift. In Project Drawdown, um, I got the idea to like look up this specific stat, which I got from climate.gov. Um, But Project Drawdown has this really cool drawdown roadmap that I think they launched like a couple of weeks ago, maybe on Earth Day or like, you know, in the last few months um, where they said they cited that temperatures were about three degrees Celsius colder than average at the time when the Ice Mm. Age started um, or like and they used that stat basically to emphasize how big a deal it is that our current mm. one degree of warming celsius okay um because sometimes you hear one degree celsius and you're like what's what's the big deal or what's the big deal mm-hmm. between 1.5 and 2 or 1.5 and 1.6 and like yeah we all know the ice age
0: there's yeah. an animated
1: movie about it so of course we all know about it so yes it's a big like and that is a big deal um yeah wait let yeah. me if it if
0: it's it's big enough deal to make a heartwarming animated film about about us in a series of amazing shorts of woolly mammoth and a saber-toothed tiger making unlikely friends Mm. and a nutty (laughs) nutty squirrel who's always in pursuit of a an acorn um i mean it's a pretty pretty impactful um um what was i gonna say yeah i i do also think that it's important i always forget that it's celsius and not fahrenheit Mm -hmm. and that's just like I feel like that's important. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't I know. realize that for a long time. And it's like Same. two degrees, not Fahrenheit Celsius, which is more like three degrees Fahrenheit. Something like that. No, it's more like Ish. six. Is it? Wait, I don't know.
1: Two degrees Celsius of warming. Yeah. Wait, Let me look it up.
0: Yeah. Let's convert it. Because like, I feel like that's like such an sometimes like those little facts that are like, I, I have not been conceptualizing that correctly. Of what two degrees is, because it's in a different measurement, and I'm stupid and didn't realize it. Not stupid, just like American, and it's not my fault.
1: Um, wait, <laughs> it's doing that thing where it's like Fahrenheit. Okay, so uh, two degrees Celsius of warming would shift your distribution to higher temperatures by three point six degrees Fahrenheit.
0: Okay, so it's like almost four degrees. Like, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: three point six.
0: So it's, I mean, it's it that makes a difference. Huge In my yeah. conceptualization, and when you talk about three, and when you talk, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just think that's such an important thing to remember is
1: that we're talking about. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I get that. Um, okay, should I bring us back to a light-hearted question? Actually, it's a really sweet one. Okay,
0: wait, wait, not before I ask a bad one. Okay, go for it. Okay, and then you can put us down them, uh, all the way to, to the ground. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. Okay. Which American vice president? during their stint as attorney general led a team that fought to keep more people imprisoned so that they could be used as labor to fight fires. Every
1: president? Uh was it Vice President. Oh vice president. Hmm. I I remember that story, but which pres I'm trying to think of like which, what which area was American
0: be? vice president. Vice president.
1: During their stint as attorney general. I hope general. it wasn't Al Gore as Attorney General. No. Oh okay. Um no. Was it uh, Dick Cheney? No. Joe Biden? No. Was he? No, he was an attorney general. Okay. Girl, name a, name a vice president from before 2000. Um, no, it's not
0: before 2000. Uh, what, Wait, which com- American Kamala vice Harris. President? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <I> was like, <laughs> the answer's is right under George your nose. George Bush, the
1: first <laughs> vice president. Yeah, no. You probably know
0: that, but. Kamala Harris mm. claims she didn't know that the people under her were fighting her <laughs> to keep people in, in prison for longer, to right. like not let people go, um, when they were fine to be go back into the wild of civilization, be part of society. Yeah. they were like, nah, they can just like stay here and fight fires for free, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was I her, and eyes. she was like, didn't know. Swear to God, whoops, my bad. Um, cool, cool, anyway, cool. fun fact, that was a. <laughs> Uh,
1: <laughs> anyway, what's your good question? <laughs> um, it's about my favorite person ever. Um okay. Mavain oshun Uh yes! Who was, I think, episode 18. We talked about uh-huh. her and, um, the guy who took the vow of silence, whose name was John... Francis. John Francis. Uh, okay. So, a Mavain said that she would return to Earth as what animal? A butterfly? A, rainb- a butterfly? A rainbow fish? <laughs> A dolphin yeah. or a jaguar?
0: It's definitely a butterfly, because I also had that as a question. Oh. I didn't I didn't have find a source, but not not that. I just said which creature was a favorite of Beach Lady Moving. Oh.
1: She, um. yeah, she was like, I'm gonna dedicate my life to the butterflies. So I like loved there was an oral history interview with her called The History Makers. It's on that website or on that mm-hmm. blog post for that episode. Um, and she said in that she was like I'm going to return to earth as a butterfly because they're so beautiful, so harmless. I want to be one in the next life. I believe in reincarnation. Trust me, butterflies have a fabulous life. All they do is fly around, sip nectar, make love. What else could you want? Look at humans, all these problems. Child, please. Which is just like the perfect response.
0: I love it. It's so cute. Yeah. Um that's that is I think for sure one of my favorite episodes yeah. that we've ever done um which is funny because really it was good. happening
1: at such an intense it was like right after the freeze so right after you were talking oh, in our last yeah. burning questions about like driving on the freeway damn yeah um yeah so it was an intense time but yeah that was it a was. great episode i might have recorded that episode
0: in Land's. yeah it was parents. like in a closet closet yeah, yeah. <laughs> You had two little kittens. oh man, oh my two little babies yeah oh they were so little what a time at the time okay in what city did the 1986 balloon fest <gasps> gone wrong take place
1: wait I actually didn't I was thinking about that when you said the gum episode because that was episode four um, yeah this was my story it was like oh it was, it was a Columbus Ohio close was it Ohio. Yes. Um Cincinnati? Cincinnati? No. Another city that starts with a C. Okay. It's Columbus, Cincinnati, and Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland. It was Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> it was Cleveland. I've never been to any of those cities. I've been to a lot of places in the US and know several people from Ohio, but I've never been to any of those cities, so I just choose to believe that they're all Basically the same.
0: I've heard like Cleveland has like a cool art scene. Yeah,
1: it cool like polka and stuff too. have ha- polka? Yeah, huh, um, interesting. Yeah, there's a haven't whole history of that. I mean, not that I know that much about that, but anyways. Uh, okay, where should I go next? Where should I take us? These suggested activities are meant to be celebrated on what day? Um, this okay. is like a Wikipedia list of things you could do on this specific day. Yeah. A zombie walk, a code exchange, a hike, or a conga line of friends and neighbors with empty shopping carts. I, it's Buy Nothing Day. Mm-hmm. I don't know when Buy Nothing Day happens. Yes, you do. Well, actually, I actually, no, I don't. I might have this wrong because there's a different Buy Nothing Day, but when did we sort of adopt Buy Nothing Day to be around? I don't know. Black Friday. oh okay okay but now that you say that i actually am thinking that like the original Buy nothing day was like a canadian thing and i think it was in like october or something Hmm. um but then people were like i
0: feel like we might have yeah it checks out to do it on
1: yeah to have it be like the antithesis to black friday Yeah. yeah
0: good job all right do you know if the sunshine act was passed I don't know what that is. Wait, oh, is it the day daylight savings? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it passed in the Senate, and then like I I didn't look it up because I wanted to see if you knew. Oh. Um, and I think <laughs> it got stalled out in the House, and I just wanted to see if, if you knew because we've done we've gone back to daylight saving time, mm-hmm. and if it pass if it passes, then we'll never have to go
1: back. It'll be sunshine time forever. Yeah daylight time no I don't know the status of that I think it's like pretty up the, who knows if by the time we post this episode if it will have changed um I do I went to a Town comedy show uh oh, in yeah. Brooklyn a couple how was that weeks ago. it was so much fun um such a good time Raleigh Williams does amazing things um but one thing that came up was whether like it's good to have daylight savings mm. all the time or not like to stop daylight savings and it's daylight savings all the time right
0: i yes it's daylight savings all the time because daylight saving time happens in the summer it means that we have more daylight it means like it means um, less
1: seasonal depression less, less car seasonal crashes.
0: depression so yes it will the car crashes happen because of the switch itself mm. but having daylight saving time in the winter would help yeah with seasonal depression it it also is like the reason it's um the Sunshine Act was um I believe championed by Marco Rubio mm. and it's one of those things that is a it's a weirdly bipartisan thing like it just is ki- it's a kind of a win 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 for everyone yeah. because it saves a little bit of energy and then it's also really good for the economy because there's more daylight hours after work right. or whatever. And so people just go out and are more active, and again, saves energy and helps with depression. And it's just like good. So we should keep close so. tabs on that. But yeah, I can't say we should. Yeah, I look it up every now and then. And last time I looked, I was like, I don't know. Uh, So I just wanted to see if you had any updates. But
1: sorry. <laughs> I do have a, a question about another one of your favorite things okay. or that I associate with being one of your favorite things, which is kind of bizarre um yeah what is the measurement that is designed to mirror how the human body cools itself with sweat oh no oh wait <sighs> fuck it's the wet bulb yeah temperature wet bulb temperature. yeah measures the temperature read by a thermometer covered in a wet cloth which that that like imagery is so strong to me for some reason yes but you talked about that in episode 36 which was about how to survive extreme heat um Yes. And yeah, it's like a very important thing to know because uh, just based on humidity, like, of course, your capacity, people's capacity to mm-hmm. survive changes dramatically from, like, you know, at, I think it's the critical wet bulb temperature for humans, the point at which a healthy person could survive for only six hours. Um, is usually considered to be 35 degrees Celsius, Mm. which is the equivalent to an air temperature of 40 degrees Celsius with a humidity of 75%. Mm. So yes, like when you think about just like temperatures rising, we have to think about conversions between Fahrenheit and Celsius because we're silly Americans, but also you have to consider wet bulb, humidity, all that jazz. Yeah.
0: And wet bulb, so, like, you have, so on, if you open your weather app, it'll say, like, what, like, what degrees it is outside and then what it feels like. Mm. That's not the wet bulb temperature. I forget what that's called. Um, There's, the wet bulb measurement takes it one step further than feels like. And, like, I don't know. I forget what it is exactly. But, but, yeah, like, maybe we should start having that in weather apps is basically yeah. what I'm saying. I feel like. Um, and, like, the- that can. Sh- maybe not. It it could be maybe I just have a bad weather app, but um, but yeah, just like interesting thing that may be become more relevant
1: yeah.
0: as weather gets more
1: extreme, um, both hot and cold. It came up a bunch in whatever um extrapolations, which I finished like last week, which is such a beautiful show on Apple TV. If anyone gets a chance to watch it about uh, yeah. climate change and um, it's like an anthology series sort of. It's like Eight episodes yeah. over the course of two decades, or th- I can't remember when it starts, but it ends in twenty seventy and it's so interesting to see how they use terminology that we know now, and that like in some cases, mm-hmm. I've learned on this podcast because they mentioned wet bulb temperature multiple times yeah. in order to like emphasize how bad certain heat waves are um yeah, yeah,
0: so that's that's another thing that is just like I think with like the Fahrenheit and Celsius thing, and just like our understanding of i don't know i i think that's like an understanding of like the truth i don't know and then like the wet bulb temperature is like a totally different understanding and a different way of conceptualizing what weather is what our environment is um and i just think that's really
1: really cool Mm.
0: um
1: okay your turn
0: slash my turn what what was the real name of the whale that played willie in free (sighs) willie
1: Oh my gosh. This is my story too.
0: It is. I I tried my best to 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 be like, it's your story. Uh, I didn't know this, but maybe you will.
1: <laughs> um I did have fun with that episode and I remember you talking about your mom's like save the whale pin. Save and the stuff. Whales,
0: Her like little hippie era. Um
1: I can't remember. Okay. I'll give you um, You should come up with them on the spot. <laughs> Mimi?
0: Momo? Momo, Fiaro <laughs> which i think and and uh Kiko and Kiko it was Ki- Marnie. it was Kiko <laughs> okay it was Kiko <laughs> like, what was year I, say- I I said i think that's the name of the guy from wicked
1: uh Fiaro
0: <laughs> i just was saying i thought you were syllables. just kind of like <laughs>
1: to the go the opposite of john johnson you were like let's think of some random syllables <laughs> yeah kiko i mean that was yeah kiko had kiko. A such an interesting life that i very vaguely remember um oh okay oh sorry i forgot it was my turn <laughs> i actually only have mm-hmm. one sort of like half question left okay. but it's okay um, that's all right. What one of these terms hasn't been used in one of our episodes? A hockey oh, stick? Man. Uh, I'm sorry. A hockey <gasps> okay. stick? A sun sword? Or a golden spike? Fuck. <laughs> okay, so I know a hockey stick has been
0: used because that's the hockey stick graph, which Al Gore is famous for yeah. popularizing. I don't. A sun sword? Or a golden spike mm-hmm. sunsword sounds too good to be not true so i'm gonna go with golden spike <laughs> wait is the one that we haven't used i'm gonna say we haven't we have not used golden spike
1: i'm honored my my um <laughs> making up words actually worked um sunsword i don't know what that is i just made that up um okay I mean maybe it's something we've I was thinking it kind of sounds like a sun compass or something, which I'm sure we've talked about. But no, a golden spike. Um this is one of those questions I came up with on the spot. So let me find it. We talked about it in the episode where we talked about the Anthropocene. I talked about the uh, Anthropocene, and I yeah. think you talked about um Eunice Foot. Eunice Foot, which would like, yeah, that's such an interesting story for her too. The Golden mm-hmm. Spike is um okay is the year 1610 which heather davis and zoe todd Mm. who um kind of created this or like wrote this big research paper on the anthropocene considered 1610 the starting point golden spike of the anthropocene because the event places responsibility of the problem of capitalism at the beginning of modern colonialism so as opposed to yeah using like the printing press or um, whatever colonization of the America is like those kinds of things using yeah. going a tiny bit more centered on capitalism. Um, that was what they called the golden spike. Very cool. Well, we can make sun swords um, a thing. I just don't know what they would be. Sun swords. Like lightsabers. Um,
0: yeah. Hmm. Uh, I don't
1: know. i <laughs> <laughs> think on it. We'll think about it. If you have it. any suggestions for um, us now please let if us you know. have any trivia um, questions for world's burning also let us know because yes. we could start a whole thing at the end of every episode doing trivia yeah yeah from our own podcast that's that's fun i like that <laughs> or it could just be from the I wider fire like movement yeah
0: it doesn't have yeah, to be yeah yeah just like questions about it to, let's see okay um so i feel like i'll ask one more question perfect um so you mentioned a couple of things that you can say to someone when they say the world needs less people Mm. um what are some of those things
1: (laughs) this is just retention
0: what would you say
1: what would you say if
0: and i i can say them all that you put on the website um after but like what would you say i'm like you know the world could use less people people are the problem and you're like oh man i don't want to say directly to your face, that that's kind of a racist and like slightly genocide thing to say. Mm-hmm. Cause people don't like when you're like, hey, that's accusing genocide. them of but yeah. Um yeah.
1: I would say that the world <laughs> needs the like top 10% of people to mm-hmm. um start to to reduce their consumption because if the entire population of the world, seven million people or whatever, Mm -hmm. consumed at the rate of the top ten percent or one percent, we would Mm -hmm. have used, you know, dozens of earth by this point, earths by this point. Um, but if Mm -hmm. we consumed like the bottom fifty percent of carbon emitters, people is what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about, not the bottom in any type of hierarchy. Yeah. Then we could support I would say like I don't know. I'm just throwing numbers out there, but like billions more people than we have on the earth right now. So it's a problem with the level of consumption of a minority of people who disproportionately come from global north, Europe, America, other countries in the global north. People who have like ever stepped on a flight before you probably fall into this category. Um, Mm -hmm. That's still a little blamey, but that's probably what I would say.
0: Okay. Okay. So I will say i'll I'll just read what you, what you wrote because I think they're good thanks so the first thing that you could say to someone who says that we need less people is carbon <laughs> uh choke on what you were about to say and then just be like, never mind uh, <laughs> so actually maybe you're right. um uh, carbon emissions of the richest 1%, or about 63 million people, were more than double the emissions of the poorest half of humanity between 1990 and 2015, according to a study.
1: Whatever. It's linked on the website.
0: <laughs> it is. Uh, it, it's the Stockholm Environment Institute and nonprofit Oxfam International, in case you wanted to know. Um, you could also say that the U.S. emits more than three times its population share. So, hey. We can just emit one third of what we do. And then like humans wouldn't be a problem. Um, We'd be fine. You could say that. Um, You could say the world's richest half billion people are responsible for 50% of the world's carbon dioxide emissions. And if anyone's counting, there are 8 billion people on Earth. So that makes what the top 16th of people contribute half of the world's emissions. So, it's it's more the that top 16th hmm. issue than the bottom bottom Go for 15th
1: 16th of people. Oh, I thought it was 16%. <laughs> you were struggling. No, <laughs> I'm talking in fractions, guys. <laughs> we're doing fractions. You lost me at the fractions.
0: Yeah. So, the bo- the top 16th of 1/16th of people emits half of the world's emissions while the bottom 15, sixteenths of people emits also half. But they are clearly a lot more. <laughs> I'm sure it makes more sense <laughs> on the website. I don't know. You say, talk about, just start to, people say that there needs less people. Just start, just start talking, start talking about fractions and they'll be like, what? And you'll be like, I, you have to believe what I say. Because I know fractions and you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that, I, I just think <laughs> I that like, that concept, yeah, that that concept is one that I feel like comes up more in real life Yeah, and is one where people are like, well, people suck. We should just all die. Um, and then I'm like, wait, 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 wait. We are a very different global demographic than the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And we have to take that into account. And it's not fair. <laughs> um, and yeah
1: anyway yeah and it's also not Those like are... um I, th- I don't know if it was in that episode or actually i think it was in the Buy nothing day like in my notes mm. for that i talked about the documentary no impact man which was from like it's from uh... like 2009 it's a really good documentary really interesting uh-huh. um where this guy lives in new york and decides to make zero impact for a year uh, um mm-hmm. and the difficulty slash impossibility of doing that especially with like a yeah. small family as he did or has mm-hmm. um and it's like kind of leads you through like oh how do i sometimes people are like overpopulation okay and then you're talking about us being the hot hi- part of the problem the highest emitters Mm -hmm. so like if we need to reduce our consumption why don't we reduce our consumption down to absolutely zero slash either like not existing or never leaving the house or not making any impact on the world and like none of those things are possible but it is very 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 possible for us to reduce collectively our emissions in a way that is actually like will make life more pleasurable for everyone um yes less inequality lower bills you know higher quality of life more connection to other people like that the world could actually be much better and you might not know all those seven billion people but hopefully they will have a better life than like people might have today it's just like very skewed now
0: yeah Um, yeah and we're like all tricked into buying things and like buying one of everything when we can all just be friends and just be pals pals and vibe and yeah
1: yeah. Do you have, like, a light-hearted question?
0: <laughs> I thought that might be light-hearted, but it turned out <laughs> to
1: be a little... I can't mention depopulation Fuck. and not expect it to Fuck. end up being I-, I meant it to be, like,
0: we Empowering. should not die. Yeah. That was the light-hearted part of it. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Tumbleweeds, <laughs> an invasive species <laughs> in the American West and also pretty much everywhere in the world. Uh, originated where? Mm.
1: Was it like Australia or something? No. Nope. Tumbleweeds originated. I'm thinking like South. Um, it's the opposite of what you'd think. Probably. Yeah, it was like the problem was accumulating in the southwestern part of the US, but it was like some super random place. I can't remember. Was it somewhere in Asia?
0: Um, kind of. I guess it depends on how you think about continents. Mm. So, tumbleweeds originate from a plant called Russian thistle. And they said that they think that the initial spread of tumbleweeds in the U.S. came from, I forget, some, like, pile of seeds from Ukrainian farmers. Mm. So, it's like Ukraine, Russia, that area, oh, cool. So that's that's my fun wow. fact. Wow, that's my other thing that I've spent way too much time researching.
1: What what episode was that? Do you remember? Deep diving, um, tumbleweeds.
0: Tumbleweeds. That one I mean, was it crazy. All right, <laughs> the tumbleweed episode. Um, let me see. It is episode fifty three.
1: Oh, also, that's where I talked about also the worst another-
0: year. Yeah! yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, um. What town was buried by tumbleweeds one time?
1: Mm, Somewhere in California.
0: Yeah, Victorville. Victorville. Whole town covered in tumbleweeds. (laughs) And like houses were buried up to the roof and stuff. And it was crazy. And tumbleweeds have barbs on them. So they all stuck together. So then you you couldn't just like move them. Like you needed special tools.
1: So, it was a whole thing. Those pictures uh, of the like houses just are covered crazy. in tumbleweeds. Yeah. yeah, that episode is yeah. very Which, big like, on just yeah. like the craziest things that can happen.
0: Um Yeah. Which again, like tumbleweeds are maybe not our like biggest climate threat, but I think that they are very funny and I think Mother that Nature has in a sense of humor. It truly she does. And in times of crisis, we all need to remember that you know, funny things happen to you. <laughs> Even if you get trapped in your house for multiple hours and can't get out because you are trapped by tumbleweeds. It's pretty funny. I would I would laugh, honestly. Ha ha. I'd be like this is the funniest thing that's ever happened.
1: <laughs> this I'll is hope my you do new that when two that, truths. When that does happen I'd to you. be like
0: this is my new two truths and a lie. Absolutely. <laughs> this is my fun fact. One time I got trapped in my house by tumbleweeds.
1: I mean, I i was thinking about all the injuries this is just going off did i already say Uh to you all the injuries that i've had in random places uh i don't know i was just my mom was um asking me to get health insurance like travel health insurance for a trip i Mm -hmm. have planned and i was like "Eh, i don't need that whatever blah 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 Healthcare is so broken everywhere whatever um and then i decided to get it because i reflected and i was like i have stepped on a sea urchin nearly pierced my foot in St. Kitts and Nevis,
0: mm-hmm.
1: My family's been out of yeah. the, like when I was a child, went out of the country, maybe like four or five times. And three of those yeah. times I had injuries. Um, okay. I slid down a mountain in Switzerland and got red ant bites all over my back. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then I have a scar on my chin from when I fell on a water. Like, you know how like water slide steps sometimes has that like sandpaper material. So that like, you like kind of grip, yes. you know, you oh, like yeah, feet yeah, grip, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I uh-huh. fell and like <gasps> scraped my bottom, of my no. chin, and was like, oh, whatever. I'm still gonna go down the water slide for the like 60 millionth time. And then I go down and like I have like blood just trickling <gasps> down my whole neck, and like water makes it seem so much worse. Yeah, too. and so my family or whoever we were with were like, oh my god, she's like bleeding out the neck. And then I saw everyone else's reaction and was like, oh no, something <gasps> You're is wrong. Like, oh. Yeah. yeah, and so I had a little so um, goatee of stitches on my chin. Oh, um, fun! So yeah, those are all true though. So sorry, three truths, three truths, just to cap it off. No lies. Well, I hope you enjoyed this little trivia session. I had a good time. I don't know about you. I
0: did too. I honestly had way more fun. I was really stressed about this.
1: <laughs> um, I was like, I'm not gonna gonna know anything, and. No, you. I feel like it was really fun. just 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 the right amount to not be like too egotistical. You remember everything you've ever said, but like exactly. Enough. Um, and hopefully this gives everyone some ideas of episodes to go back and listen to. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, we will, we will be back not too long from now. So you can follow us um on Twitter and Instagram at worlds burning no g on TikTok at worlds burning with a g. You can give us a five star review wherever you're listening. Follow, subscribe answer the little question on Spotify. If you want to just say, Hey, um, and we will see you in the next episode for real now. All right. Bye. Love you. All right. Bye. (laughs)